can't sleep, y'all. I can't sleep. As you can see, uh, it's like one oh, it's like one o'clock in the morning. One one. Um, I'm up um, making um, lasagna in my kitchen. Um, this is not how I thought the podcast would go, to be quite honest. Um, so I have been up since. Well, I've been up back up since like twelve something. Like I had no intention of like sleeping that long. It just happened. So I'm like, what? I'm gonna do a podcast where I have no show sheet. Um, um, I have no show sheet to rely on. I have no show sheet to use. Um, I also I'm also um, making lasagna at what one o'clock. I'm I'm, I'm heating. So, um, yeah, it's been a while since I've done one of these, um, not just on a phone, but just in general. Um, I have, um, yeah, it's been kind of stress running around, um, me lately, um, just idea wise and, um, just, um, you know, mentally wise. Um, yeah, um, it's been quite a lot, um, as far as um, putting something together, and when I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a certain predicament like this when I'm trying to do a show, like, like I put a lot of energy like for the you know for like Monday through Saturday with work, and then I try to put in a show together on Sunday, and it just it does not come through, and um, um. Um, that um could be a bit of a of a struggle, mentally. So um, uh, getting to the to the basics. Um, um, film underscore wanderer Twitter, film underscore wanderer Instagram. Uh, no captains are on Snapchat. Um, you can find me at those places and um, the film wanderer WordPress dot com. Um, joining my content, um, which I haven't, I haven't done anything over there in a, in a while, and I keep saying that. Um, but um, yeah, you find me in those places. Um, but anyway, um, it, it's been quite hard um, lately to come up with stuff, um, especially when you feel like the whole world's just beating down on you. So um, yeah, that's kind of been that's kind of been it for me. Um, had to blow my nails. Um, yeah, had to blow my nails. Um, so what has been up with me lately? I can talk about the movies I've watched. Um, and um, I guess I might get into probably some outside stuff. Um, like, I have been watching a couple, like... Um, like oldies for like you know 2000 like I saw The Incredibles the first one um it's good um I just wish I saw it I wish I saw it the day of it, the day it came out um cause I really wasn't into it you know when it was first a big deal and then like I see it again and I'm like I saw I saw what well, I see it, I saw it um and I was like I was of two minds I was like okay I see why it was fun and I'm like and I look at the animation I'm like 
yeah, it's just good. It's a good time, but it's just good now. Um, n- not because the movie's bad, but mainly because it- it's kind of it's an outdated. Um, it's an outdated. It's an outdated. Um, the animation's a little outdated. Um, they don't use sort of the bright, the brighter colors they, that like they, they, they use for Incredibles 2, you know, Coco, Moana, you know, recent like Disney, um, forays. Um, so it feels a little outdated, um, by, by today's standards. Um, but what I, what was there was good for the most part. Um, um, I like the story was telling with Syndrome. And, um, you know, how he was, uh, disregarded the most incredible. Um, like, so there was like, there was some real good stuff there. So, like, I, I enjoyed that. You know, Frozone, I wish Frozone had more, more stuff. Kind of wish he had more to do in Incredibles 2 to a certain extent. Um, yeah, and, and even his, even his, even Frozone's wife, like, I wish, you know, we got an on screen depiction of, uh, Frozone's wife. Uh, she's never on screen. Um, so that's something. If they ever decide to do a third one, I hope they I hope uh, Brad Bird didn't fix that up. Um, I just hope it doesn't take fourteen years like um, it did this one. So, um, so uh, I'm trying to think what else I saw. Um, yeah, I saw. I finished. I Tanya wasn't moved um i see i understand those that were i just I, for me i wasn't really moved by it um i think there's a good movie there um maybe really good for those of you that really like it but i i think for me what it came down to is i don't think i really care about tanya harding that much and two i think i think margot robbie's portrayal is a little overstated um, it's not that she's bad. I think she does a really good job in the role. It's just, I was kind of like sitting there like, okay, so we're doing time. We're, we're kind of, we're, we're taking this poor soul and, uh, trying to make something out of it. And, and, and I get it. I just, I, I couldn't buy it really. Um, um, just from my standpoint, I was just, I was kind of just sitting there watching it and I was just like, I don't know why I'm not really liking this story other than just, it's kind of there. Um, a lot of it's kind of there. It's just, um, it's just there to me. Um, and I wish I had more to say for it, but I don't really think there is in this regard because um, Tanya's a revered, well, I'm not say revered, but yeah, she's, she's, um, she's not interesting to me. Um, even I had to step back and realize that Allison Janning, I think, got the Oscar mainly because she played a, um, a mean old mom. Um, I mean, she did a good job, <clears throat> she did a good job, but I was just like, nah. I don't know if I really like this is a lot of people are, are claiming to say they like it for and that and that's kind of where I arrived I was like I think I think this movie's just there it's just there it's just it it it'll 
people will enjoy it. We'll get a nice riff out of it. And I'm kind of just sitting there like, oh, so that happened? Okay. That all happened. And I'm just like, mm, don't know, dog. I don't know. Um, I couldn't really get into it. I, I really, and I really tried. I really tried to get into it. And I, I, I just, I just, it, it's just, it, it wasn't working for my, my standards, just for me. Um, I really wish I had another answer for that, but I don't. Other than just, I think I, Tanya just works from this particular standpoint. I think if maybe if you have something personal to happen in your life, you can relate to it. From that standpoint, yes, I can agree why this movie is probably the best thing, the best movie since Citizen Kane, right? If you want to use like a, a AFI reference. I know I'm going back away, it's like 70, 70 years ago, but that's all I got. Like this late in the evening, this late in the morning, this, this, you know, this early in the morning, I, you know, 110 now. Um, but if, like, if it's like, if it's that to you, I understand. I'm just, but for me, it didn't work for me. Um, but if it worked for you, I can understand why it did. So, um, I was pretty disappointed with Sicario 2, um, Day of the, Day of the Salado. Um, the movie kind of didn't know where to go. And they're going to make a third one, which kind of tells you that this little movie didn't deserve a sequel. Not because it didn't, but or because of money or not. It's just because I don't know. After the first movie, I don't know where you go. Like, Sicario was really more about the politics of border control and, and you know, uh, cartels and all that stuff. And then the sequel was kind of just like, okay, we're going to get somebody's uh, kid and we're going to use them as leverage and we're going to send them back to, to the United States and, you know, try to get them over. It's like, and then, and then, you know, so the movie happens and I'm just like, oh shit, um, they, like, the writers really did not know where to go with this shit. And they really didn't know why the first Sicario mattered and why Emily Bunt was kind of the catalyst for, okay, what goes on in the, you know, in our, you know, in our American, like, uh, government factions. You know, um, it just shit happens. Like, you know, Benicio Toro does the Benicio Toro thing. And then all of a sudden, Benicio Toro is kind of just, he's kind of just there. Yeah, he's just kind of there with uh, Isabella Minor, who does a good job playing Isabella. Um, Josh Brolin is Josh Brolin. Um, but it's like after the, after uh, seeing you know Thanos and Cable and then seeing him play this role, this is like not because it's not a non-comfortable character, but it's just like mm, don't know, dog. I just I don't know. Um, like. This motherfucker comes into a, uh, a, a makeshift warehouse torture room um, with like a drone, with like basically the call to drone this man's family or house, uh, houses, right? And he comes in the most whitest shit, um, uh, like, like no long pants, short pants, like a. Like I think a Hawaiian shirt. I, I I can't remember. Um, and I think he had like loafers on or some shit. And buddies interrogating him, not even with waterboarding, just a 
okay, yeah, I'm going to bomb your family. Um, by calling it in. Um, calling the drone strike. Um, and I'll admit, it was one of the better scenes of the movie. That was one of the better scenes. Um, Benicio the Toro got, in, got into some action stuff. But just after that, um, after that, like, that one standoff, the movie just meanders and you're just hoping for something interesting to happen and it doesn't. Like, you know, the one thing that happens is he gets shot at the end of the, near the end of the movie. We thought he's dead. He's not. He, he gets shot somewhere, you know, in his face, um, but not in the crucial area. And, um, he, he, recruit, he wants to recruit his kid to become a soldier and that's kind of the end of the movie. They get the girl back. Um, Josh Brolin and his team get the girl back to the U.S. Um, and that's kind of it. Um, and I just didn't, I was, I, I didn't buy it. Like, I, I really, I really thought the movie was just sort of there. Um, and I thought more could have been done with it and just nothing. It, nothing really happens, unfortunately, that I would consider to be a, um, I guess, I guess, um, worthwhile. So, I was I was pretty disappointed with a lot with us with us Sicario too, um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've watched lately. Um, I've been catching on the Agents of Shield, I'm trying to finish that up. Um, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna watch. Uh, sorry to bother you. I'm gonna watch the first Sicario and I'm watching this like mom and dad shit with uh, Nicolas Cage and uh, some of Blair. So I've been watching that a little bit. Um, Equalizer 2 is coming out. I got to watch Skyscraper this week. Probably matinee or probably Saturday night. I haven't even decided how I'm going to do that one. Because uh, I might want to, I might not want to go to the movies on Sunday. Um, I might just take up just... Uh, not a movie sabbatical because I'm going to movies. But I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of tired. Like, you know, Supercon... Sunday took a lot of you, I, I, your man, a lot of walking around, uh, a lot of dosey done. Um, you know, a lot of people complimenting me on my on my Mr. Rogers shirt. Yes, I had Mr. Rogers shirt that I bought from a from a thrift store. It cost like two three bucks. Uh, uh, and people are like, "Oh my God, is that Mr. Rogers?" Like it was mostly white dudes, white dudes, and white white women just just complimenting me on my shirt. Oh my God, and I'm like. Is it, like, geez, y'all love my shirt that much? Like, it's, it's like two, three bucks. So I got this shirt. It's a two, three dollar shirt. I, chill out. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. But I'm like, yo, it's like two, three bucks. Oh, man. Um, I was like, that's cool. I, I'm glad you like the shirt. I, I, I kind of wore it. Um, I kind of wore a shirt, like, with, you know, with no, like, honor at all, irony at all. I just was like, huh, what am I going to wear to this damn thing? I was like, whatever I want to wear. Um, um, so, like, yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, Supercon was, was I, um, I kind of just chilled out this year. I really didn't do any celebrity photos. I didn't really do a lot of, like, like, like cosplay photos, like, like I really chilled out, I, and I really meant it. Like I was like, no celebrity photos. Um, seeing people, I've I, I been wanting. I, I, you know, I, I, I look out for typically for like whatever stuff they have. So I bring. I basically went to those folks, and I was like, "Yo, I got you for this. I got you for that, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. 
Um, yeah, um, and, and that's kind of it. So, like, there's not much else to, do, to, to tell you on that end because I kind of, I was kind of there. Um, I was hanging out with a good buddy of mine. Uh, we basically just, you know, shot the shit. We just kept walking, 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 walking. <laughs> it was it was more funny watching him buy stuff than it was me like buy stuff because I bought I just bought a couple things earlier, and I was like, let me see what he's gonna get. <laughs> See who's gonna want one or two, and uh, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that that batch between he and I. That was cool. Um, didn't really get a chance to do that yeah, other years. Um, but yeah, because I'm I'm generally by myself typically, not because you know I hate folks or whatnot. You know, I, I I'm typically kind of a down on humanity, but I'm just like I like I like I like being by myself. Just generally speaking, I just. I really like being by myself. Um, and that kind of gives me the the way um, to just chill out. Take in nature, take in your surroundings, take in um, what you're going to do, all that stuff. So uh, that's kind of that's kind of the thing for me. Um, um, did my best nine movies of uh, the year on Instagram. Um, so that was cool. I enjoyed doing that as well. Um, um, my top two favorites were Marvel movies. Um, Infinity Wars, one, number one, currently. Number two is Black Panther. Um it basically long story short um it, it came out of me that um just Thanos was just that compelling of a character and it, it really goes to Brolin's com- commitment and dedication to making just that that bad mofo just the the bad motherfucker like on the planet and this is then this is no shade to Black Panther by any means like Black Panther I came out joyful it was great but Infinity War gave me a feeling I have never experienced, and it's and it, and even if the sequel is going to be bigger, better, I don't. I think I think Infinity War Two is going to have this problem, and it's not really going to be a social movie. It's just like after you make Thanos, uh, you know, the victor, I think you have to basically show what at what cost, you know. Did it have to come to being this dude? Like, I'm not saying the character, some characters have to die. What I'm saying is this: is um, I'm um, what is it gonna take? You know, how how are you gonna bring us back from that? You know, it, it's kind of something I've been thinking about. It's like, okay, you have this badass villain. That you that you have been basically teasing for, from the first Avengers to Guardians of the Galaxy to that end credit scene at at the end of um, Age of Ultron. Uh, fine, I'll do it myself. Um, you know, to here we are. Um, you know, it, you know, it's been building for like eighteen movies, ten years to this moment, um, and it's just like. You know, how are you going to come to this high? You know, just what are you going to do? 
Um, and that's kind of what it comes down to. Um, and then Black Panther, like, you know, you know, Killmonger and, and Black Panther. Um, like, I know folks had their, you know, Killmonger's right shit. I'm just like, I felt Killmonger was a hot up the whole time. Um, just the more I think about it, it's like, like, eh, you know, the military industrial complex, like you, you, you wore a man of war and you, and, um, you know, just, and all that shit just, it just, you know, it's beat down on him. Um, like, and I just, I, and I just thought about that. Um, just, you know, and I was like, you know, um, Infinity Wars, unlike anything I've ever seen. And, and that was after coming off the heels of Black Panther. Like, but Infinity Wars, nothing I've ever seen. Where, um, basically the rules were reversed. Like, if you listen to the score of, by Alan Silvestri, like, you kind of notice that the score is kind of in reverse. You know how, okay, there is like, okay, uh, bad guy, uh, bad guys, uh, you know, they had the little, little whole motifs and then good guys had the little whole motifs. And, um, and you, and you kind of just listen to the music, especially I notice is where they're on Titan and, um, where Tony Stark is, or Iron Man's fighting, um, uh, Thanos. And, uh, it's, it's the scene where they first encounter each other, like face to face. Um, you throw another moon at me again and I'm going to lose it. And then of course, Thanos Stark, you know me? I do. You're not the only one cursed with knowledge. And then you kind of notice like, even as Stark has his whole, like his whole motif build up and then they're fighting and stuff and you kind of notice, okay, Stark's, you know, getting the upper hand a little bit. And then the score kind of turned on his head a bit where, okay, okay. You think the, the good guy is getting the upper hand, but he's getting his ass kicked. Um, and it's just build up, build up, build up, build up and then stab, um, as like his, as Stony's nano machines are losing, are losing energy. Um, and that's what happens. Um, man, um, it's so, that seems so good to me. Um, cause it really shows you the weight of that character and just what he's capable of. Um, and I thought Brolin just, he just, he brought it, he brought it. He just, he, he did it. Um, he nailed it, um, in his own way. And it's, it's just kind of like, okay, how are they going to do this for the next movie? And it's just, I'm like, I'm kind of like, I'm like, what, however you guys do it, just do it and, you know, make it your own. Um, oh, I forgot about Ammon and the Wasp. Really good. Um, I really love how, um, how, um, how, um, 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 eventually really, uh, got to do a lot more shit in the first movie. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed Ghost uh, a good amount. Um, I really, I really liked how um, she wasn't much a bad, a, you know, the bad guy trope. She was more of, um, I would like to think of her as a misunderstood heel, a misunderstood uh, antagonist. Um, I don't think she, I don't think she's really bad at all. She was, she was trying to like, okay, I need to be cured of this shit. Can you help? Can you help me from not being non-existent anymore? And that was kind of her whole storyline. 
Lawrence Fishburne did his thing. Um, he, he came into the MCU like he's been there for 20 years um, and didn't miss a beat um, compared to uh, his role in um, um, the DCEU. Like, he don't need to come back to that. If, especially if, if Marvel has more planned for you, why come back? They can get another pair of white. They'll be fine. Like, say okay. They don't. They don't need a Perry White. They I mean, just write him off and just basically just say, "We'll make a woman editor of the of the of the Daily Planet. We'll, we'll do that." Like you don't need Perry White. You can, I don't know, like showcase a plaque of him saving Jenny and then put it on a wall somewhere. And you can just show it, and then that can kind of be just sort of like his send off. Like you don't, he don't need like Lawrence Fishburne need to come back to that. Like why? Like he Lawrence Fishburne had more significant moments in that movie than he did in Man of Steel and in Dawn of Justice. Why bring him back to that? Like there's there's nothing for him to do compared to the MCU where he he gets to act off against Michael Douglas. Um, John, you know, Hannah John Candom, like they had, they had a, a couple of significant moments together, um, just acting moments. Um, and you probably wonder, well, well, he's not really doing anything, actually. It's like, but it's acting. It's, it's those moments that compare, contrast with the MCU, I mean, the DCEU. They're just, they don't, they don't convey what they can do with him as a, as a person. He, and he's a newspaper editor, for Christ's sakes. It's like, what can he do with a newspaper editor? Like just act, 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 but that's it. Um, you know, Clark do this, Clark do that, Lois do this, do that. Um, oh, Ghost, uh, yo, I'm not tolerating this shit. Uh, yo, Ghost, we can make it. Um, uh, I'm not leaving you. You know, those those fatherhood moments that we never got from, um, or, the, or just any other moment we never got from the India. In those movies for the from the DCU, um, so I I like why would you come back to such a, such a ver- such a hit or miss environment? Just you're just wasting your time and you're wasting your money and um, you know. And I'm I'm glad Lawrence is um, he's on the right he's on the right team. Um, because even Marvel probably lets you do your thing more so than um. You know, the proclaim you, we are the director studio, DC Warner Brothers. Yeah, so you don't need you don't need that shit. Like, I mean, if he does go decide to go back, you know, money's money. You know, duty calls, but you ain't got to do that shit. No need, just no need. So, um. Trying to see if there's anything else I want to talk about before I um, sign off. Um, um, there's oh, um, I guess I've got a couple of like topics. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just doing this at the top of my head. Um, yeah, so Scarlett Johansson was going to be in this movie called Rub and Tug. Uh, now she has since I set off on the project, and uh, um, I. Uh, Quickly, I'll just say this. Um, I'm glad she's off the project. Um, like, if she didn't learn her lesson with Ghost in the Shell, she was never going to learn her lesson. She's going to keep taking away opportunities that other people could have for uh, those roles. Um, and I saw, like, Justine Bateman um, have a complaint 
about well she's she's got your hands she's she's money and then it, it just occurred to me i'm like do y'all people understand that being just a star in a movie isn't gonna isn't gonna cut anymore like there's a reason why tom cruise's movie the only tom cruise movies that have made money have been mission impossible that's it um besides you know the one jack reacher movie but point remains his only hits are Mission Impossible movies. And I'm talking domestically. I'm not talking foreign. I'm talking the U.S. Canadian film market. Period. Like, that's it. Like, and I forgot Mexico. But nevertheless, like, yo, y'all gotta chill with this. Okay. Oh, how are you gonna get stars? You make them out. You make stars? They don't just come out of the fucking sky. You make them. They happen. They do their thing. And that's kind of the thing. That That's kind of the end of it, right? It's just... These fuckers don't come out of trees. Like, you make them do shit. Um, and it just happens. And um, I just think, personally, people have this thing where... They want to, um, they want to, um, okay, well, we got to put someone in this movie. And I'm like, it, it just, it don't work like that, man. Like, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um. Like, and plus, Scarlett Johansson doesn't really have a lot of hits outside of Marvel. Like, it's like Lucy's kind of her only, like, her hit. Like, that comedy joy she did, like, last year was terrible and wag, and it made no, it hardly made any money. So that, that you know, right there tells you, okay, she's not really box office gold like people claim, make the claim that she is. She's not. She's just not. Um, so, she's not that, really. Um what else um um you can get a trans person to play that role like after watching the Eddie Redmayne movie uh the Danish girl I was like I would love to see a trans woman play that role because I was just like I was like okay uh he I was like Eddie Redmayne's doing his uh He's trying. To, he's trying to bring Judy Stephen. Well, not Judy Stephen. He 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 tried to bring what he did, did and everything into this movie. And I was just like, I'm not buying it. It's not like that role. Like that was different. That was Stephen Hawking's. And now you have to deal with playing uh, a trans person, and it's just it, it don't work. Like it just don't work. Um, he's a cis. He's a, he's a straight cis man, and you can. You can get somebody else for that role. I like Redmayne, Oscar winner, great, right? Uh, or rather, nominated, uh, a nominated actor. He even won. He won. He was nominated. Like you can get somebody else to play that role. Like I know you can. Like and saying, well, it's hard to find. Which was, which anyone, anytime anyone says it's hard to find, it's another way of saying, okay, we will not, find, we will not get this person to be a lead actor or the actress to do this role because we're fucking lazy. Because we're, because we're fucking lazy. 
and uh, we don't want to put in the time and effort to um, to make this be a reality. So, um, that's just the thing. Um, like, um, great. Um, you can um, you can do all that stuff and. And then, um, you can do all this stuff to make, to make this happen, but you have to, uh, get somebody who's totally capable of playing that character on screen. Um, getting trans folks to, to play those characters on screen. And, um, for all the supposedly, like, you know, how people get to Hollywood is, like, they keep having these shortcomings because it, like society, they're afraid of different. Um, like I had this thing where, you know, people have like these charities and they have like these 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 uh, things you can donate to. Like people do the bare minimum to demonstrate why they care so and so about so and so in the community, without actually pulling themselves together to actually do things for, you know, disabled folks or people who have autism or people. Who or you know, uh, uh, people in the LGBT community, you know, all these marginalized people groups that typically do more than your than your usual straight man or woman. Um, like you know, ever since Trump got elected and, and you know laws and and um, you know Medicare, Medicaid, and civil rights, you know, was on the ballot and all that stuff and. Uh, and I've been seeing, you know, people, you know, try to stand up by, you know, protesting, you know, and try to fight back, which, you know, good on them. Like, and then I kind of just noticed, like, the bare minimum of what can't or what's done, right? Like, and I think a lot about this. I'm like, people really don't like different, like, they claim to like different. They don't. They really don't. Um, and... I don't have a, I don't have like the perfect answer for it, but I need more than just, okay, but I, I stand for my, my typical charity. And then you have to figure out, is that enough? And it's like, not really. It's not really enough. Like, you know, more can be done. Like, um, you know, putting so such and such towards this. Like, money, money helps, but. I think more can be done than, than just your typical, okay, um, I had to make a commercial out of this, but, I, but I'm going to do it. Um, those people in the communities, they're struggling and they're, and they're hungry and they need something. And I'm going to stand and fight, but I'm not going to just, but I'm going to stand and fight while doing this commercial. And I'm not talking just outside in this commercial. I'm talking this in total life. And, you know, and I, th I think it's much harder to just put all that together than just, you know, actually doing it, you know. You know, and I, I really think Scarlett Johansson is kind of like one of those people where I kind of just, I just see a face, but I don't really see much else. Like, she was at those women marches, and I'm just like, yeah you're just there like I like the woman was marching and I want to say it was um uh the the thing that uh those those parkland kids um 
um, and other folks. Um, I don't want to leave all those other folks, you know, out, out, you know, out, out to dry. But there's such a contrast um, with who's trying to save the republic, right? There's such a fucking contrast. And I don't mean to deviate from my Scarlett Johansson point to this, but it, it kind of plays so much to this. Um, like, humanity's so fucked up um, that kids have to save it from it dying off. Um, kids, uh, millennials, Gen Xers, some Gen Xers um, have to, even, you know, sort of baby boomers, you know, have to save the Republic from dying because uh, humanity as a whole is fucked up. It's so fucked up and and enraged and, and sad and angry and, and, and has so much guilt. Um, and they don't know what to do with the guilt. They, they just, they just, they don't, they have so much shit on their hands. It's, they don't, they don't know what to do or say to stop it, right? Um, so humanity does what it always does. It, it sadly kills. It sadly... Um, is insecure, does this shit, does that shit, um, it, um, you know, um, it stands up for, try, it makes a claim of standing up for some people's rights, but they end up, um, you know, giving, um, giving, giving, uh, Elon Musk the opportunity to just fuck, to fuck around and fuck things up, um, or Peter Thiel, right, get him to fuck things up, um, you know, these, these, uh, you know, people who made the claim, oh, you know, it's, it's like the Trump thing, you know, well, we want to meet a business person to run the economy, and I'm like, you know, business people also buy, acquire a lot of debt, and then they basically force you to pay for it, right, pay capital, um, you know, other, uh, other itinerary, other folks that just do that shit, um, so, like, uh, and then, you know, and then I, and then you notice like he's trying to save you know um, the ACA from dying off. Um, now with the Supreme Court, they they, they just you you can't trust these folks, um, especially uh, Brett Kavanaugh. I can't trust that motherfucker. Um, like you have all these things, all these things just just come playing together, and it's just like. <sighs> I just noticed that the very people trying to say the Republic are the next generation and we have to basically inherit this, you know, the, the rubble of what other generations have done. Um, and it's just, it's just basically, it's kind of just people just, not us, but it's just, we, this ain't fair. Like, why are we, why do we have to inherit this, all this shit? And then it's such a thankless job. It's like we should be thanked and we should be contributed with like you know revenue and whatnot. We're not. We're just patting the back. Thank you for saving us. Uh, come back with the rest of society where you can be shitty and and be miserable like like the rest of us. And it's not right. Um, it's not right. Um, and it shouldn't happen. And it's and that's not the way it should be. Um, but we got to save it and. Um, and that, that's kind of what all this shit reminded me of. Um, and, and I'm back to Scarlett Johansson. I, I hope she's the right thing. I hope she uh, learns from the trans community. Um, but at the same time, I um, I don't expect her to get um, like, oh my god, she's gonna she's doing the right thing. I I like from that. No, like no, that performative shit. No, no, just no. Um, 
because you really have to fucking learn. It's it's not going to be a you know hello how are you let me shake your hand let me go ahead and just smell your smell smell the roses with you. Nope, it shouldn't be that way. And um, you know how you know however the case may be, like I really hope she learns. I really hope she, I really hope she you know t- you know extrapolates herself from privilege, and uh, you know she learns something. Because uh, we really need these people to learn something from uh, their, their their past indiscretions. And that's kind of my two cents on the matter. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got, really. Um, that's 40 minutes, wow, 40 minutes of uh, sitting on a counter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to sign off. Um, uh, again, Twitter, film underscore wanderer, Instagram, film underscore wanderer. Um, um, no Captain Zero on Snapchat and um, uh, film, the filmwater.wordpress.com. You can find me at those places. Uh, I'm going to sign off now. Y'all take it easy. Peace.